So welcome to another podcast, Rotbox Podcast. Don't forget to check our other channel, Mark McCann 64. There's loads of things every week. Um, we'd like to be more regular on this, but here we go. So today we have the very, very famous, can't believe he's sat here with me now. Hello, what is happening? Well, I'm introducing myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I'm Ali Law. Um, if you know me, then yeah, you know me. I guess for a lot of people, they'd be like, who's this ginger guy? But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'll make YouTube videos and yeah. What do, you, what do you want me to? I'll fuck that. Is, is that your CV? Way. Is that ginger guy who makes videos? Ginger guy who makes videos, pretty brilliant. much. Luckily that's I, a brilliant CV though. That is. Luckily, that's I, brilliant. I needed a CV for a few years. So <laughs> We've been good. Oh, that'd be tragic. But if it you would need, be like, tragic. Like, yeah. It would be tragic for sure, one hundred percent. So, I think starting on that with the first line of your CV, when, how, and where did it all start? Because it's something I'm really interested to know. Like watching you for such a long time now um it's really hard for probably for me to figure out like where was the beginning and where was that how on earth did you come from a normal job to being to where you are now great question um obviously it's quite long but right so I when I was 16 I left school sort of didn't know what I was doing my mum gave me two options go to college which wasn't an option for me. I was like, well, I'm going to go to college, not get paid. So I might as well take the second option to go and do an apprenticeship like my brother. Done this apprenticeship um, for carpentry. Absolutely hated it, but I was earning, I was earning a hundred pound a week. So 20 pound a day, um, grafting on site for like sometimes 12 hours a day. It was, it was a graft. But then I met a guy who I went to school with and he used to do free running. And I always loved the idea of it. It looks sick and stuff. And I went to a gymnastics gym, that, which was right by where my carpentry apprenticeship was. And after we finished work, when I got McDonald's, chilled around for a bit because it was at like 8.30, went to this gymnastics gym. And then I just met like these amazing people, like all had crazy mindsets about life. And like, they were all like open people and just like sick people. And they were doing sick things. And I just fell in love with this. I guess it was gymnastics in the beginning. Yeah. But it was like a freestyle class. Um, started doing flips and stuff and then met, my close mates like Ben, Ryan, all like people that I went on to make loads of videos with later on. And what year um, was that? 2014, no, 2013, and, late 2013, I'd say. And that free running, was that like a, a new thing then? I, I think it, no, I think it was quite popular, I'd say. George, would you, yeah. 2013, it would have been. It was still about. It, like, was, it, it wasn't it, as popular as it is now, but it was about, yeah. It was more like the gymnastics side of things though. It was more like the flips like yeah. the trick inside yeah. before the parkour. So this yeah, wasn't sure. climbing up buildings and jumping across buildings at that nah. stage? No, it, nah, but in films it was. Yeah. Right. But like in terms of like content, it was more like the flips, like the back flips, the front flips, like the corks, like all these things. But like parkour, it was more, yeah, like the building side, that was in films. Yeah. You didn't really see all the gymnastic side, which is what everyone was doing because no one really had... I guess it in them to start jumping over rooftops like back then. Like yeah, it's yeah. not something that you think, Oh, there's a roof there. I wonder Let's if I can make that gap. It. <laughs> so it's a, uh, what's his name? Sebastian Foucon. He did mm. the James Bond movie or something. He like jumped across roofs. I think that's where it sort of originated from like the more the rooftop oh, stuff. I think. That's the best second name I've ever heard. It's Foucon. Foucon. Yeah. Foucon. Who, who's the guy that Either did the, Foucon. the, the, the man jump in France? Uh, you know the, I know who you mean. I can't think of his I name. I can't think of French guy. Yeah, French Donny. Yeah, can't remember his name, but yeah. So that's like I think where the rooftop and stuff originated from. I'd say, but it was more like Jordan says in movies, not actually so much 
people weren't really, everyone weren't just jumping across roofs, you know? And what, these people you sort of got to know there, your friends who are obviously still friends, were they making money out of this? No, not at all. Just hobby. Like at just the time we were like, I was 16. I think they were all, yeah, ranging from 14 to 16, I'd say. Um, just a hobby, straight hobby in the beginning. Fell in love with it. Didn't really, at this point, like, I left school, had no idea what I wanted to do in my life. Like, always sort of felt like I was destined for something more like I didn't I always seen life differently I didn't want to go down a normal path and like yeah I just I wanted to do something different I wanted to make something in my life like uh, that was or from an early age like I remember seeing um Felix Baumgartner jump from space like the edge of space and I remember seeing that in like what 2011 or something and I just was like I want to do something epic with my really? life mm. and yeah it just it come about it wasn't planned like it just come about and then I started free running um, and then it just progressed from there. Like I met them boys and then we would just go to this gymnastics gym every week and I loved it. I'd go and then I'd go like two, three times a week. And I was like, on one hand, I was going to this carpentry apprenticeship, which I hated. And I was going on site working and like working with old moany old guys and like they're complaining that their backs are fucked from work and all this. And I was like, this ain't me. Like I'm not doing this for the rest of my life. I want to do free running. Somehow I've got to make this my job or make money from doing something fun. And so then you sort of started making videos on a platform called YouTube, which yep. obviously you watched. Yeah. So I, I, I watched YouTube for years. I actually had a gaming channel back in like 20, 2009 or something like years ago prior, like some shitty gaming channel, not like speaking or anything, just like recording my gameplay. Um, yeah. So I, I made videos, I made a couple of videos on the end of 2009 always watch YouTube and YouTube was always like, like growing up, like especially my age, like growing up, you'd see all these people living this dream life. Like YouTuber was the goal. Like everyone, mm. they were living life. They were traveling the world. Like, I wasn't yeah. so to me, like oh, you were seeing so many people like KSI in the early days would have a Lamborghini penthouse and stuff and all these things. But to me, like I was just more obsessed with the idea of freedom. Like I was watching yeah. these people and they lived the life. Not nine to five. Yeah, not nine to five. Like I just, yeah. So it was like open up this whole world and it was like I was born at a great time because if I was born 50 years ago, it wouldn't have been an opportunity, but. No, nah, hell no. Nah. Yeah. I think like what's cool about it though is like back then with all those YouTubers, like being from the same area, the first person that I saw to break <laughs> out of that in free running was like James Kingston. Yeah, yeah. When he had that viral video where he basically climbs up a crane and dangles on it with like one hand. He's just dangling, but then that video went mad viral. Mad like, viral, yeah, yeah. But like, and then he had like, a, did he have like a TV show on like E4 yeah, or something? Channel Four, yeah, yeah, that was it. That was a classic. So he yeah. had like that, and then that put him on the map. But it was weird seeing someone from your area like hitting that level so close to home. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was, like yeah. for me, I don't know. Like, and I opened you, up. You knew doors. him. I didn't know him, but I, one of my friends, Spencer Cliff. So Spencer did the video with him climbing the crane. I didn't realise you knew Spencer. That's yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah. Small Spencer, world. So Spencer deal. climbed the crane with James, helped him film the whole thing. And then James went viral and Spencer didn't. It, that's like, <laughs> isn't it that like something to do with the bloke on the moon as well? Like <laughs> matey was going on the moon. He had a cold or something, didn't he? And he, he got to stop at home and then mate is probably cleaning the toilets while everyone's worth <laughs> billions of pounds. Yeah. That's if we ever landed on the moon. That's another conversation. Uh, are you into conspiracies, uh, Mark? Uh, no, I'm not. No. But we had some done the other week, Matt, and Matt mm. was big into, the, that Matt, was one of them things where we, we channeled off. off, yeah, thing. yeah. We, we'll keep <laughs> off that then. We'll stay away from that, but we definitely didn't land on the moon, I don't reckon, but we'll oh. leave that for another Conspiracy Theory podcast. So you were making these videos of your gaming, then you started filming yourself doing, um, yeah, doing your free running. Yep. 
yeah, so started just making odd videos, free running. And then fast forward, this was, I just started my channel in 2014, December. So I was already doing free running for probably like best part of nearly, uh, what, a year or so, year and a half. And um, do you remember what sort of subs you were at then? What, in 2014? Oh, mate, I, I remember getting to 97 subscribers. I remember this so clearly. I reached 97 subscribers and I was three off 100 and it felt like I was, I'm sure it was like weeks that I stayed on there. And then I got <laughs> That's my- just mental, Like, I remember, not, I remember this so clearly. And then when I reached 100, I was so happy. Like, to me, that was crazy that I had 100 people subscribed to me. Yeah. My gaming channel had like three and I think like they were all me off other accounts. <laughs> uh, not, not gonna I do lie. that. We do that Yeah, we, everyone does it. Everyone does this. Um, got 50,000 so far, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's been creating loads of accounts. Just, just watching the video, so it's a hundred percent watch time. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Messaging your mum, make sure she signs up and that. Um, but yeah, so done that. I was a ninety-seven, then I reached a hundred, and then I remember a big goal for me was five hundred. So I reached five hundred, and to me, like there was four hundred and forty people or something in my school, and I remember thinking that there was I was more people were subscribed to my channel than that were in my school. And that to me was crazy because I remember being in school and there were so many people mm. and that was like, and at this point I hadn't traveled or anything. So it was all just still a bit crazy to me. And then it went up and up from there. And like, I remember the big, the biggest milestone for me was like 200. So Southampton where I live had like at the time, like 250,000 people. So Google said, and I remember hitting 250,000 people. And that to me was the craziest milestone, like over the million and stuff like the 250K mark to me was just mental. Because it's bigger than your hometown. Yeah, it was, that, that just blew my mind. And then after that, it was. Was there a time where sort of like you went from there to there, like a massive jump? So in 20, I think 2016, I made a, so do you remember the Killer Clown thing that went around like years ago? Killer oh, Clown. Oh, them viral videos. You remember like years ago, there was like people were scared of Killer Clowns yes, yes. and stuff like that. Um, there was a few viral like prank videos and stuff. And I was like, how can I incorporate this viral trend into my content? I was like, right, we do like a parkour killer clown chases me across rooftops and I jump across roofs and roll and transition it. And I made this video, it's like three minutes and it blew. And I remember I worked in a trampoline park at this point called Flip Out. I was earning like seven pound an hour. And whilst I was there, my video was blown. It went mega viral. Like I'm talking, I had, I think I went from about 10,000 subscribers to a hundred thousand in the space of like, a week like it was crazy wow. my channel blew that's a big jump and how Jeez. did you know did somebody say or did you notice or I know, at this point I was reloading YouTube studio every day it was one of them <laughs> yeah like, one of the cute yeah looking, yeah you're looking, constantly looking. looking at them stats but yeah I see it going up and I remember I, I remember this so clearly I was at flip out working and some kids come in and they knew the video they recognized me from the video and that was like the first ever time and this was just crazy to me and then whilst I was working there, I was like getting told to go back behind the trampolines to mop up and sweep up. And whilst I'm like loading YouTube studio and I was seeing like revenue come in like 300 pound and then I'd <laughs> refresh it, it'd be like 400 pound. I was like, this is fast crazy. As yeah, it was, it was what this video was blowing. Like I'm talking like every time I refresh it, it'd be like a couple hundred thousand views. It was fucking rapid. They ended up getting like 20, I think it was like 18 million views over the space. Oh, so it's like mental, literally it? like a week or two. It was wild. Um, but so that blew my channel up, which I, I think was a good thing at the time. But then I was making like, I didn't want to, so I, I, I see it as a bad thing, but it, it was a good thing at the time, but I wanted to, it wasn't the videos I wanted to make. I could have made a killer clown part two, part three, part four, and then my channel would have keep blown, but I wanted to make other videos and then those videos. So I had hundred K subscribers, videos were getting one, two K uh, views. By so this that's point. disappointing back down to a real yeah, level. Massively. Boom. Yeah. So it was almost like, it was a good thing and a bad thing, yeah, but I learned yeah. a lot from it. Um, so then, but then I had to like 
redo my whole it was almost like i had to start from scratch again because then i started making these climbing videos and these other videos and no one was watching them and it was like mm. i had a dead channel almost it yeah, was like the channel yeah, died yeah. so the way i see it is like i had a big boost then the channel died and then it plateaued and then i had a massive boost and it's like i started from zero again but i didn't i had 100k and then but i'd like changed up the content massively it was like i was trying to build an audience off then like the climbing stuff mm. And all this different content, but people were only interested in this viral killer yeah, clown so that, video. You know? Those hundred K people were gone. Yeah, so I don't think it's even yeah, so I don't necessarily think it's the same as like TikTok. This is the way I see it. Like you can blow up on TikTok overnight, you can get a million on TikTok, but is it actually as valuable as like having fifty K on YouTube? I would say mm. like TikTok, I don't think is an actual engaged audience. Same as those people that come and watch my killer three minute killer clown video weren't an engaged audience. They I would have never been able to sell them merch or yeah, yeah. do anything. It wasn't an engaged audience. So it's almost like that I've, you can have 20,000 subscribers of a solid fan base that's an engaged audience and you can make more money and do better out of having a million on TikTok that would never buy a product or it wouldn't yeah. ever convert anywhere. So with yeah, YouTube, I'd say that like it's not always good to just have overnight success and blow up. Like sometimes it's good to have that gradual growth rather than overnight success, you know? Yeah. And how? when did you sit down with your mom and tell her that the carpentry dream was over? I don't actually know the exact point, but like my mum was always really supportive of my YouTube. Yeah, she, she, I always told her. And she her, watched it and she knew so she, she hated like, once I started doing rooftop and stuff, she hated it, absolutely hated it, which from a mum point of view can understand. But she was always mega supportive that I was going to make this YouTube dream. But even though she, to her, it was crazy. She's never heard of anyone doing it. it at this time, it was like no one had really done it, especially from this like weird niche of like, there wasn't anyone that you could be like, well, this person's done it. Yeah, you know? yeah. an example. It, there wasn't. Yeah, there, there wasn't. wasn't. It was like, oh, I'm going to go, obviously at this point, it wasn't that point, but like, yeah, I'm going to go sneak into swimming pools and climb cranes and make a living out of it. It was crazy. Like I told, told my nan and granddad I was going to do it. My granddad was always super supportive. He's always like, he always told me this thing and it was like, you're better to try and fail than wonder what if. He wow. always said that. And that always stuck with me. you remember that from yeah, that day till from, Yeah. And he, always, he told me that. And I just remember, I remember it so clearly. And I tried and I put my all into it. But my mum was always mega supportive. And I don't really remember the exact point, but yeah, YouTube just started. Like, So the Killer Clown video, I remember earning like two and a half grand off it. And I'd never seen two and a half grand in my yeah, life. Yeah. Like I was broke, had no money. And I all of a sudden got two and a half grand. It was incredible. Um, but then obviously it dropped back down. Mm. But then I think the next run, like, so long story short, I'd, Spent that two and a half grand. Always wanted to go traveling. So I, I booked a ticket to Thailand, a one-way ticket, and then went to Thailand, like lived cheap, and then went to Australia, hitchhiked around the whole of Australia. Like I went away for six months, spent that whole two and a half grand. Six months, done all right. Um, lived just like slept in hammocks, like That's literally, man, much, literally like, just roughed around. Money. Yeah, like oh, I roughed it around hard, but I just wanted to travel. That was my dream to like travel and see the world. So I went off, traveled, seen the world, then come back, was broke, had no money. YouTube was a complete flop. I was trying to make travel videos whilst over there. And it just, again, like 2K views, 1K views. So the channel was dead. Um, the dream of being a YouTuber was over. Uh, yeah. And then I come back to England and then... That's weird because you've got a plaque at that stage. Yeah, but you, it's And then dead. you're still not making any money. Yeah, or, it's crazy, yeah. And, that's mental, and people, isn't it? Like, I so remember, you think about the plaque then. Yeah, you've got it and you think, it. this is and, me done. Yeah. And it's not. And you're not, yeah, 100%, yeah. And I remember being in Australia and uh, my cousin lives over there and I went and visited him whilst I was passing through and he was saying that. He was like, oh, you must be minted. I was like, mate, literally like barely, I was showing him like, and I was obviously just roughing it around Australia, sleeping wherever I can. But like on paper, yeah, you think 
this man's fucking loaded. Mm. He's got, you know what I mean? And it, oh, so at the point, point, the video went off 20 million views. I only earned two and a half grand because in 2016, it was like an adpocalypse where a lot of advertisers pulled out of YouTube. So the adpocalypse. That's what people oh, called it. That's what, that what was the name day. in 2016. It no was a, way. it was a shit time to get 20 million views because obviously 20 million views would have earned me like 20 to 40 grand, let's say. Is that the difference? Yeah. Like 10 times. So it was like a $10, no, it was like a 10 cent CPM. Like it was... It was like 10 cents for every thousand. It was awful. And the video was three minutes. So it wasn't like eight minutes. Yeah. yeah so it was yeah. no multiple ads. It was like the worst CPM ever. But to me, like I earned two and a half grand off a YouTube yeah. video. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. fucking mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, my mum, like taking it back to my mum, just, I can't remember the exact point. I'd like, it's not working out. It's, but I remember getting a $60 paycheck. Like the threshold for YouTube was $60 before you'd get a check. Like mm -hmm. originally you couldn't cash out until you got 60. And I was working up. This was like in the, early days when I had like a couple thousand subscribers or whatever and I was working it up and it would be like $50, $54 next month. And then it got to $60 and I got the check from YouTube at come through the post. Cause back, I don't know if you can still do it, but you could opt to have a check come like through the door. Piece of paper. Yeah. And I still, I've, I've got it somewhere. Oh, like it, I love it, that. it is somewhere. Um, but yeah, so I got the check and it was like $63 or something and it was incredible. And that to me, like even my mom, it blew her mind that I'd like earned $63 off making YouTube videos. And that I honestly, I remember and I, from that moment, I was like, I'm making this work somehow. Like, I'm going to do this. And yeah, but $63 was the first paycheck. And Love I, it. Yeah, it was incredible. What do you reckon is the most you've ever spent on a YouTube video? Not massive. Not massive mm. budgets, to be honest. Like, I couldn't even tell you, but not like nowhere near what most people, like my videos were always cheap. Like, what they, they wasn't costing mm. a lot to produce. Like say, say sneaking into a water park is not like say Mr. Beast given yeah. 50 grand or yeah, a budget. Yeah. I didn't need anything to make the videos. I was quite lucky really. Cause it was raw. Like I'd strap a GoPro to my head. I didn't even need a cameraman. Like I'd strap mm. a GoPro to my head and film most shit raw. And I'd do all the editing myself. And like, yeah, I didn't really have a lot of massive outgoings to be honest. What makes, what's interesting for me. Sometimes I see that you've done a video and you've literally just got on a plane or gone somewhere and just thought, fuck, I better wing it. I'll yeah. just, I'll make this I learned somehow. this from when I earned that two and a half grand from the Killer Clown video. I, I, it changed my mind because on life, it changed my whole mindset because I'd done this exact thing. I jumped on a plane one way to Thailand. I'd never been to fucking, I'd never even really traveled. Like I think I'd traveled once before, like whilst I was making, before that video blew up, like when I don't a bit from YouTube, I went to Denmark with my boys and that was like the only trip I'd ever been on abroad. Like apart from like when I was, when I was really young, I went to America with my mum and dad. Um, so I'd never really like traveled. And then I went away on my own. I booked this one way flight to Thailand, had absolutely no idea, was shitting myself, had no idea how it was going to work out. But in my head, I was like, it's going to work out somehow. And like, what's the worst that can happen? And I jumped on a one way flight, knew nobody, knew nothing what I was going to do, had no places booked or anything, like didn't have a clue. And then got on the plane, sat next to this guy he was a rock climber like I started chatting to, I, was, I was editing a video whilst on the plane and then got chatting to him and turned out he's a rock climber from Bristol he was a really sick guy and then he was like oh yeah come I'm meeting my mate and then I went and met him we chilled we went like swimming jumping off cliffs uh, rock climbing and then it just sways off and I was like I, since then I've learned that you just chuck yourself in uncomfortable situations and it will always just work out and most of the time you will just if you chuck like say with traveling yeah you jump on a one-way flight somewhere and you just make it work. Like when, when you get uncomfortable, that's when shit, you just, it works out. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, like I'll no, jump, yeah. jump on planes to anywhere and I just know it will work out somehow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I did 
enjoy traveling a lot. I think that was the goal for me. Like I just wanted to see the world, but it was never an option for anyone. Like my family never traveled. Like, yeah, growing up, like there was never any mad money in my mm. family. Couldn't, this wasn't an option. But yeah, once that was just always the goal for me to travel and see as much of the world as possible, to be honest. And so when, when you said sort of like you, the guy came into, um, the trampoline park or the, uh, and he saw you and recognized you. When did you sit to yourself and think, I don't know whether you the word famous is the right word, but when did you think people know who I am? Normal people who I don't know, know who Ali Law is. Do you find that weird? Yeah. You've, you struggle um, with that. I find it strange when people say, people, when people say to me, oh my God, it's my dream to meet you. And I think, man, you need to aim higher. <laughs> if, if I'm the top of your tree, you need to go, you need to go more. But like, I think it's mad when people say like, when I said to Jordan, not so long ago, there was a, a, a girl in Morrison's and um, I said, where are your hard boiled eggs? That was my line. I, but I really did want to know where our hard boiled eggs were. And she looked at me and she went, oh my fucking God, straight in my face. Yeah. And she was like, my boyfriend is going to go mad. I've met you. And I'm like, I'm in Morrison's. It's yeah. mad. It's, I don't think you'll ever, it will ever become normal. It's, it's a, just a I weird, think it's amazing. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's I incredible, yeah. It. I, and I love that people feel like they've, that we've made a difference and we have brightened somebody's day. Yeah. And they enjoy watching it. Um, but I've not got to that, to that stage where I think to myself, people know who I am. You yeah. Know, we're, we're, you know, people in our little world know who they are and they want to be a part of it. But you're a lot more bigger numbers, a lot more mainstream. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, mate, I love it as well. Like it's sick and I get it all the time, like every day, multiple times a day. Anywhere, really? Any, literally? Literally. I don't remember the last, it sounds like big headed, but I don't, no, really that's exactly I don't remember the last nah, day. Even when I was on the phone to you, like yeah, randomly midway through, someone's like, oh my God, it's Ali Law. Mate, it is, it's honestly crazy. Like, I, so every day? Every day, every random place, any, like I go to the most, so I was in Wales with Jack, who you just met, Um, jumped off the mountain, went and paraglided off the mountain, went to this little random cafe in the middle of nowhere and then come out and as we were driving home, I was checking my Instagram messages and it was like a video of us in there. <laughs> like it's, crazy, it, it's man. like the most random places ever. Like, it, you, yeah, you can't get away from it. But it's, it, to me, it still feels surreal. Like three, when you deep it, three and a half, I got like three and a half million. It's Is a lot of people. Three yeah, three and a half million. And it's a lot of people, but it's still, it's just numbers on a screen. So it don't feel real. Like, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you go into the streets, but yeah, every day. And it, it's amazing because Mate, these people at the end of the day allow me to live this lifestyle. Yeah, so yeah, I, mate, totally. I'm never going to be one of them people like you see it and people get pissed off with them or don't want to speak to the people mm. that watch them. At, at the end of the day, these people allow me to live my life. I they totally buy. agree. Them mate, viewers are every, without them. You're nothing, isn't it? You're back to your carpentry. Yeah, you've but got, that three million you've got is your, your main channel, isn't it? Yeah. So that's got, the one that got demonetized. Yeah. Yeah. So that got demonetized. Do you want to talk us through that bit? Yeah. <laughs> give you some tips <laughs> so it don't happen to the Mark McCann channel. <laughs> Um, 2018, uh, YouTube just started picking up for me. Like this is when it started getting like, so 20, end of 2017. And what sort of numbers was that then? Do you, do you remember? I would say, mate, I remember going from 250k to 750k in the space of like a couple of weeks. It was Imagine fucking, that. it was, That's a massive I, I say that maybe a month or so. Yeah, it was, it was quick. I remember once at one point I'd look on social blade and I was getting like 50 K subs a day. It was fucking wild, a man. Day. A day. Yeah. It got to a point that the channel just sort of blew. 
overnight like overnight but i was consistent with it so i was mm. making loads of videos i was literally uploading like daily every other day i went 110 in on it like that was my entire life i had no other life apart from creating content traveling around filming editing like everything was based around that i had nothing else it wasn't like i went half-hearted on it like i went all yeah, in yeah. and it, it just blew and it rocketed and it snowball effect and it was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger um and then September 2018, whole channel got, so this was just as it like started picking up revenue, started picking up, I was earning good money. And then one day woke up, whole channel yellow, like in the, in YouTube studio, which is like limited, yeah. limited or no ads, which basically means like back to that, like $10, C, 10 cent CPM, pretty much, maybe less. Um, so li- it's class as demonstration. And did you not, know why at the time? No, no, not a clue. So woke up, that was, and I had a, like a YouTube network, which you know much know much about like YouTube networks. Okay. So it's almost like people that, yeah, they got contacts at YouTube and they do things for you and within your YouTube um, account and they've obviously got contacts at YouTube. So I reached out to them. I was signed to a network and I reached out to them and they had no idea um, what had happened. So I think this might be a mistake at this stage. Yeah. Well, I didn't know what, yeah. It was just like, is this a mistake? And no one had a clue. And they were like, we're trying to get through to our contacts at YouTube. And it took a while. It took a couple of days. And obviously it was like, no idea what had happened. Um, and then, yeah, they, they didn't really get a straight, they never really got a straight answer, like from YouTube directly. It was just like, we're cutting ads on dangerous. So originally like didn't get a straight answer. And then after a while we got, the most we got was like, oh, we're cutting ads on all like dangerous content, but it was only my channel that got demonetized. So there was like, there was like loads of other channels. Obviously Ryan ended up after, but this was like mm-hmm. maybe two months after mine or something. And then like a few big channels that are similar content to mine all got struck. But yeah, like, happened to Nightscape as well. Nightscape as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so exactly the same. But my channel was the first one. So there was no like definitive, this is why we've done it. But it was yeah. like, you're not getting it back. So I had no idea. Channel just got demonetized. Woke up one day, wasn't earning any, like earning bare minimum. Like, I was getting like 20 million views a month and it was earning like $300, $200 and stuff. Like and it, do, do you, will you share with us back then how much that was before that happened? So 20 million views would, it, it differed. Like I always, I always used to get a one to one to four. Like the best CPM I ever got was $4, which I done a video, I got 4 million views and it, uh, no, so what? $3 CPM. I'd done a video, I got 4 million views and I earned 12 grand dollars. $12,000. That's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Crazy money, mate. Crazy. But so what's that? $3 CPM. Yeah. So that's the best mm-hmm. I ever got. $3 CPM. So for people watching that don't know what CPM is, it's like per thousand views. So say standard for me was always $1. Yeah. So 1 million views would earn me one grand, $1,000. Uh, I think it might've been pounds actually, but mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so it might've been pounds I was getting, sorry, not dollars, but so yeah, like a standard for me was like a pound per thousand. But now I notice, I don't know what your boys are like, but I was, so finance, I don't know if you know, but different niches of content have different CPMs. Yeah. And like, I know a guy, he makes finance videos and he put a screenshot on Twitter and he got $115,000 off of 4 million views. Like that is crazy. That's like a, what, $30, $40 CPM? What's Wild that? money, mate. So we need to switch up the content and yeah, make yeah. finance videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. we, might, we might have a problem. Yeah, yeah. we'd have to switch it up. But yeah, like demonetization, you want to avoid it, but obviously your content is clean. So yeah, I would say your content, would you say your content's in risk of demonetization? <laughs> After hearing that story, when you've got no, when you're just saying like, it's not like you did anything particularly illegal or you weren't, doing yes, yeah, 150 that, mile an hour down the M6 yes, or yes. you weren't 
poking an alligator in the eye with a hot stick. Like if you did nothing. Well, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. Like I was obviously sneak. It, it was borderline. It wasn't yeah. illegal. And that's the reason I wasn't in prison. It wasn't illegal. It was a civil matter, but ultimately this is why, this is why I think it was such a gray area. Cause it was like, it was like I was breaking the law, but I wasn't breaking the law, you know? So it was like, I was running around causing havoc, climbing on roofs every day, sneaking into places, staying overnight. And it was like, nothing could be done about it. And I was, and on top of that, I was making money off YouTube. It was like, but, but what I don't get is what, what is the benefit for YouTube to stop? Uh, I think so to keep advertisers happy. Right. Keep, okay. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the way it comes down to they, Cause advertisers might say, oh, I don't want to be on that channel because yeah, right. it looks dodgy. I think they try, it was around the time like PewDiePie. So the, the adpocalypse was 2016. PewDiePie said something like the biggest YouTuber on, on YouTube said something. I can't remember what said something bad. Um, and then loads of big advertisers, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, all these big advertisers pulled out of YouTube. Right. Okay, they lost sense. billions of pounds. So yeah, yeah, yeah YouTube yeah. are trying to keep it clean, which fully understand like, yeah, fully yeah. understand. You're saying that in case you get demon. Of course, again. yeah. No, no, the channel's still... <laughs> totally channel, agree with what YouTube Totally was, agree yeah. with them, yeah. No, the channel got demonetized in 2018. It's always been demonetized since. Simple yeah. as that. Done. Yeah, yeah, done. It's 2022 now. Never got the monetization back. Uploaded many videos since. Racked up probably hundreds of millions of views since yeah. and never earned a penny out of them. Because your main channel, it does generate like millions of views per video that you do. Oh yeah, like, it does. It's still even like, I don't, I didn't upload one. for like six months and banged a video and it banged like a million views straight away. Like, yeah. But, so, the, the but what still, do you do then? What? So I've got, so I've got, I know you've got your, your other channel, but. Yeah, so I've got my second channel. I've got, I've got quite a few streams of revenue, which is pretty good. The YouTube would have been the main one. Like the mm. YouTube would have been the one that, that I would have been sorted. And even if I left the channel dying, like I remember as I got demonetized, it was like generating like 20 million views a month, 10 million views, like Over standard, time, just even works. when I wasn't uploading. Yeah. And then like the lowest it's ever got to, and this is, I hadn't uploaded in like six months, got to like 2 million views a month. So that's just off backdated Jeez. old views. Can so we work out what that is? Do the math. Yeah. Do the math. Should we do it? Yeah, yeah go is that going to ruin No, 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 go for it, go for it. No, 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 at all. <laughs> is that going to ruin no, your no, day? The thing is, the thing is- Let's I, figure out how much that costs you. Go, go, I would say, I'd say 200 million views. Off the top of my head, I'd say it's best part of 200 million views. 200, so one, two, three. At, at one, a one, two, three. Yep. At a one to three dollar CPM, let's just say two dollar CPM at max, 400 grand, yeah? Cost me, cost me about 400 grand. 400 grand down the drain. Heartbreaking. <laughs> no, but yeah, this, this, so this, when it first happened, it fucked me. Like for a bit, it pissed me off, but I, I've seen the positive of it. So, so mm. in my head, the way, the way I don't go and kill myself over this 400 grand mark, <laughs> the way I think about it is if this hadn't have happened, I could, so I could have started YouTube two years later and then never got monetized, never got my channel big enough. Mm. Like it's all these things. And then I wouldn't have the channel that big and be able to live the life I'm living. Obviously it's hard, but I wouldn't have had a gaming channel that big. I wouldn't have got yeah. a gaming channel. Obviously I could have, but you can't look at what ifs can you in life. Yeah, like, so that, yeah. that gray area yeah. needed to needed be there to, to push. Yeah, yeah for but sure. Then, when you got demonetized, did they give you like an ultimatum or anything? Like, did they say like, oh, if you remove your content, we'll monetize your channel again? Or? Not till 20, about 2020. Um, so about two years after they gave me an ultimatum of this, they said you can remove all the videos that breached the guidelines, which I know Ryan took this offer yeah. up. Um, he did it, but it, Ryan's channel obviously had a lot of BMX videos and stuff. Mm. It was like my channel, like 19, 5% of the videos breached the guidelines or like the dangerous activity. So this was the option. Um, 
I thought it was a smart idea to say no to that. And it sounds dumb. I could have got rid of it and got the channel monetized, but the 3 million people have subscribed for that type of content. Mm. Um, so in my head, it's like you watching EastEnders every day at 8 PM. Like yeah. you, and then all of a sudden it's a different show. Um, so in my head, I was like, I had a second channel, which is called Ali Law's Life, which is the channel that I wanted to upload random videos of traveling and adventures and yeah. stuff off of that. But the main channel was more for like the mad stuff. So you could still carry on uploading those videos, not caring whether it breached as, or not. As long as they're not monetized. Yeah. So, so they didn't mind the videos uploading because they didn't breach any like community guidelines. They just breached like the ad, ad uh, right. policies yeah, got, or whatever. Yeah. Got, yeah. yeah. So I got this option and a lot of people, Nightscape did it and Ryan took this offer and a lot of people took this offer, but I didn't, to me, it just seemed like a bad idea. Like I was like, I can continue uploading these videos and then drive traffic to like merch or drive traffic yeah, to my yeah, second yeah. channel. Yeah, to open up because three million people become. subscribed, I didn't want to start uploading videos and then them again, like my channel back in 2017, like have a channel with three million subscribers and it getting like 50K views, you know? Yeah. But you could also take sponsorship money. And that as well, yeah, I could take sponsorship money, which I did as well, yeah. So mm. I, I did quite a few sponsors, um, drove traffic to merch, like drove traffic to my yeah. second channel and yeah. So can't complain obviously when you look at it the numbers like 400 grand there yeah it's hot yeah. absolutely heartbreaking but it don't honestly don't even bother me like it, uh, it definitely does things. definitely now nah, i'm gonna be honest <laughs> definitely bothers me <laughs> no 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 it did at first it bothered me but like you can't look at what is and like no and i think like you say if you can take from that and build from it and make you a better person and a mm. smarter decisions then For maybe sure, yeah. it yeah. was sometimes then negatives turn into a much bigger positive. But so I could have my own rock box if I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 400 grand, so I'm a bit heartbroken. I could probably sell you that for 400 grand. But I feel, yeah, I feel, I feel like you're very like business oriented. Like your mind works very businessy, right? Like I feel like my, yeah. my mind, like you're always thinking of like out for the cars, for example, you're like, you got them scrap cars and then you're like, right, I can make this much back. I can make that. Like, yeah, constantly thinking. That's why, like when, when, um, when you said about car boot sales, that's what, when I first, the first thing I ever did was buy a load of, um, we used to buy, um, uh, returns from Debenhams. So then we used to have to buy lorry loads, pallets full of returns. Then we used to sift through the returns. Sell them at car boot. Sell them at car boot sales. Genius. Yeah. And it was, um, like some of the stuff was disgusting. And I mean, like you'd have like a, a sandwich toaster, which had been returned like, 18 months before yeah. which you'd open it up and it, it. and it was just disgusting but then there used to be used to used to get TVs TVs were great used to have a 32 inch TV and it used to say didn't work and you used to think oh fucking hell that's like that's golden that there is paying for three pallets yeah. 74 pound a pallet they used to cost me and that would be like a 300 quid telly you think, yeah, I can get good money for this. And you turn it on. And it was always the same thing. If Debenhams, if you're watching, there was nothing ever wrong with your TVs. So what uh, it was is people used to take the remotes, yeah. say there was something wrong with the telly. Send it back. Send TV's it back. completely fine. Always fine. Just Jeez, no remote. that's mad. And then you used to buy a remote for like five quid. But like, yeah, you need to check your TV returns because there's nothing wrong with them. I think that's still probably that's a mad. thing, I must that's, say. Like, yeah, that probably still is a thing. Yeah. Or chargers, like, you know, people would like yeah. send it back, make sure what, the charger was in the box. £74 a crate? £74 a pallet it was costing us at one stage. Yeah, 74 quid a pallet. Well, you'd be buying a lot, lot of them. We used to buy, yeah, lorry load at a time. So it used to do it in my mum and dad's garage. There was a garage probably this big and used to sort of then when there used to be a new supplier they used to be all down the garage mum and dad used to love it <laughs> used to, yeah imagine they used to go mad but I'd be in there like till two o'clock in the morning used to and there was no there was no eBay then so I literally used to 
print out um, like a, a booklet and then used to give it to people. And then um, we used to um, give percentages to people. So there'd be like single moms who like, we did kids clothes as well. Through Debenhams returns kids clothes or end of line kids clothes. And then used to, everyone used to like make a percentage out of a percentage out of percentage. Yeah. And we used to sell, used to sell a lot. Like it, it, like it was good. It was good. But we used to, like at a weekend, we used to spend all day studying some like uh, field arguing over three pound 50. It was hard sometimes it was yeah. hard, but then we'd, we'd, like, this was probably say 15 years, 20, like, 15 years ago. I used to go to say a car boot sale and used to come. Sometimes we'd have over the weekend, two and a half grand. Mad. Yeah. You know, mad. not obviously not, not profit, just, yeah, yeah, but it was, over. but it was still serious serious money but it was horrible you used to you should stand there some days it'd be raining stock would get soaking but we had a we had so many ways of getting people to buy like one of the things was really really clever was you'd, you you always go as a two people would walk past if you've got your head in there and you'd get you'd like looking at it going oh yeah checking it out and mm. the next person by the side you would go oh what are they up to so they're joining and then and as soon as you've got that role yeah. of people in your stuff you're sorted and then they'd, like, the first person who got there would be like looking there then they'd say who's working out I go I am they go oh because they they thought that you were another yeah. another punter but yeah it was um, the tricks of the, the tricks of the, the car, car boot, boot sale yeah but then even then back then I remember we went to this went to this one car boot sale and there was a, a girl at the back of where we were and she was going and buying stuff and they obviously did it as a bit of a hobby mm. so she was going and buying stuff and then bringing it back and putting it on their table to sell oh I've seen that you know, yeah. I've, I've seen thing. yeah I've seen people do that where they bought it off you for cheap and they've put it on theirs Left, marked yeah. up by an extra like two quid and then yeah. sold it on and you, yeah. you see them and you're like cheeky fuckers how did you do that yeah. well, there was this girl going around and she'd put she'd done something and bought something and she put it back onto a thing and she put 30p on it and you think, man, like that's a graft, you know, massively, p, uh, you know, and like obviously that's with take a what she paid for it. So that's probably ten p, yeah, you know, and mm. flipping, you know, it's a big wide wide world, and you don't know how lucky you are, and then you think it's like your pe- people. I've been in the bank by work, and people have said, you know, you've been in the queue. And people said, how much money have I got in there? And they're like four pound twenty six. I go, yeah, can I have it all out? Yeah. You don't realise, yeah, you don't realise like most people you know, live life like this. To, like, the, to the penny. Yeah, mate. My mom, growing up, this is all I knew. So that's why like growing up, like same thing, like didn't have money to put in the electric, same thing, like 10 pound, like scrimping and scraping. And then, so when I earned like internet money, it was fucking wild to me, you know? It's just yeah. brilliant. Yeah, internet money is like- Yeah, it's a different, different yeah, world, it's man. it's a different world. But even, even so like, like you say, car booting that, like there is- especially now I feel like there's so much opportunity like back then obviously the internet like you said eBay didn't exist right now there is so much opportunity to make obviously not as easy to make money but there's a lot of opportunity to make money and not just from like making YouTube videos like so many people make money from like I follow a girl from America and her full time thing is buying pallets from Amazon return pallets and so same thing. reselling exactly. it on eBay like there, there's just so many Finn, you remember that time we went around buying iPhones a couple of years ago? I had this idea, like just had some spare time. I was like, fuck, let's see how much money we can make. I bought a load of iPhones off Facebook Marketplace. Like went around literally all day in it, just collecting iPhones. Because I was like looking at the price. This was probably like, what, a year ago, two years ago? Maybe two years ago. Went around buying loads of iPhones, fucking 
and then ends up selling them on eBay. Like I, I would look them up, be like iPhone X, right? Someone's selling it for 200 pound cheapest, put it, filter it on eBay bid. Like, all right, that's selling for 350, like the minimum. That was just make a profit. And I, I ended up, I don't know. I can't remember how much I made. Probably like 500 pound, I think, or something like profit for like driving around for the day. And I yeah, thought like, yeah, yeah. it's mad. There is so much opportunity to make money right now. It's crazy. The trouble you have with, look, cause we sell stuff on eBay now. And the problem you have is, there's a lot of people who are in shit situations. So they're willing to do it for like no money. Mm-hmm. And then it just kills the price. What do you but, mean? on? So, so like say, say somebody's selling a product which other people can get hold of and the retail of that product should be 999. Mm-hmm. And if we all stuck to 999, be fine, but there'd be somebody on this who's bought it for say six, but they're selling it for 650 because they need their money and out. And then it drives the profit down just for kills everyone. It, yeah. Just kills everybody. Yeah. Or there'd be somebody who's on there who that's not their full-time job. So they're happy with that 50p. Yeah. But then when you've got to pay for your your business insurance, your business rates, your TV, like your, so your phone yeah, you and your electric. You can't make a profit on it, yeah. No, but like, so it is, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it, it can be great and it can be like flipping hard work. Because mm. what was the what was the thing that you invested in? I remember you were selling loads of stuff, and then you, it was like when there, there was like a craze or something. Shake weights. That was it. I mean, Shake that was the story. I remember you telling me. That's the one. It was. It looked like a dumbbell, and then you shook it like that, and it went backwards that and forwards. Clip's getting used. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, look at that's a flipping editing mind working. Cut right there. So, like, yeah, we we brought these in from uh, from China found them like so how it came about darbs darbs misses so mm. kirsty kirsty went into tesco's and said to me there's a thing called out called a shake weight can't get them from anywhere so i went to tesco's went to check it out empty shelves and then you i'd say to them and they go oh no this is like we're not sure when we're gonna get them in so then i found somebody who made them messaged them and said right how much to air freight them so i thought if i can air freight them i can have them here in three days and um, so, like, yeah, did it. And they, I think we were, like, they were 27 quid we were sending for, which was pretty much the same price as Tesco's, but Tesco's didn't have any. And they, like, we were making good money on them. And then, like, yeah, so we were making them, shipping them out. We spent, like, I'd come home from work and, like, people working for me then, two lads. And all we do all night till, like, midnight was, like, flipping packaging these shake weights up, putting the labels on. And, um, yeah, then in the end, like everything else, got the last lot we had. Well, I think we sold them for like flipping six quid Just or something. Just couldn't get rid of them, yeah. Just, it goes, 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 goes. And you you sort of naturally go, let's get some more. Yeah. Rather than Always. 500, we get 1,000. Always, yeah. And then you're like, no, rather than 1,000, we get 5,000. Then all of a sudden, like the, the day after you've ordered the 5,000. got them in stock, yeah. No dies. one wants them anymore. And then yeah. you're like, shit. And then all that hard work's... But that's greed as well sometimes. Yeah. Which is a where big, you should have just, just stuck with your five and very easily happens though, doesn't it? Yeah. It easily happens that literally I think everyone does it. It's just human nature, isn't it? Yeah. The same same as crypto. Like people you buy exactly the same, right? You you yeah. get in deep and then you buy more. It's it's gambling of essentially. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it yeah. but it's it's hard to it's sometimes when when I sold stuff, it's like when is it, where's the line between greed and common sense? It's real difficult because like sometimes you, you think no, I'm going to sell that at a thousand pound. It's got to 990. And sometimes it's not, it's not greed. It's more like, no, I feel like that's where it's going to get to. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it flipping gets down to like 600. And you're like, I've done the same crypto. I did a bit on crypto. I had this app. My mate kept on going on about it mad. So I got this app, put like a few hundred quid in there. 
all gone. Yeah. Total mm. waste of time. Yeah. Total, total waste but of it's time. It's all, like you say, it's all timing, same as that business, yeah. right? If you mm. if you time it right, like, the way I see it is, like, say crypto, do it when no one's talking about it. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. the like whole world's talking about talking. it. I seen it similar with property. Like I was looking at buying property in like 2020 and the profit market was just wild and people were paying stupid amounts over. And I was like the whole world right now is buying property like more than ever. Mm. Obviously property is always going to be a amazing thing to have, but like I went to view a house for 190 grand and it got offered 250. So it's like 60 grand over the asking price. I was like, now is not the time to buy. Um, so yeah, same with crypto. I feel like right now, not many people are talking about it right now, buying and sell when everyone else, it's common sense, but it's human nature, like greed. And yeah, you just think, but. Cause you, it was, it was crazy. This crypto thing. It right? went wild. And I know. I, I never heard speak, people talk about it so much. Yeah. Anyway. So it's, yeah, it's moved on from there, hasn't it? Yeah. It's because yeah, of well, NFTs now. Yeah. Like NFTs, but even that, like that's, I mean, it's still about, but that kind of went real yeah, quiet. Like it, it went like. Everyone was talking about it and then the market dipped and then everyone just stopped talking about it. Yeah. But like probably now shit's building its way back yeah, up yeah, but no we don't know about it because no one's really talking about it. You only know about it when like, it's boomed. If you're in the know then you know. Yeah. Oh, that's, how, that's how I reckon for it works. Sure, yeah. No, no, for sure. Just definitely. But yeah, like anything, buy when, well, my opinion, buy when no one else is buying. Yeah. Sell yeah, when everyone good, else is good, buying. Yeah, definitely. Mm. But um. Yeah, no, I, I always think, I watched a video recently with one of my mates. He's made sort of like business videos and he's talking about crypto and he was like, it's much better to have a business or a product that's constantly earning than like this quick, like people, he was, he was explaining like you get rich overnight on crypto, you, you cash out, even you make a hundred grand, you cash out. It's like, but having like a long lasting business, mm. do you know what I mean? Is more it's, valuable. But like that crypto, say you cash out to me, I'd be thinking, you'd look the next day and think, fuck it's gone up again. Yeah, of yeah. course you would. And course, like, yeah. fuck, it's gone up again. Yeah. Like, so when is that right time? Such a hard thing. I think mm. you just have, Finn, Finn done good with this, the cashing out thing. You remember like, we, it, was, it wasn't like loads of money, but we sat there and I got greedy and left it in. Finn cashed out and then next day, he was like, I've cashed out. If it goes up, I'm not going to look at it. He just had a good mindset on it. And he yeah, was like, yeah. don't care if it goes up. I've cashed out. I've made I'm a happy. profit. Yeah. I'm happy. Mm. Me, I'm like, nah, it's going to go up more. And then, fucking boom, <laughs> crashed. Finn's like cashed out a fucking brilliant time. But I think you just got to make that mindset in it. Like mm. I'm cashing out. Don't care if it goes up. I'm cashed out at a profit, but it's so hard to make that mindset. Yeah, you're really like, difficult. You're like, it's going to go up more. It's going to go up more, especially like last year. It was just all crazy, isn't mm. it? Yeah, especially so, like you say, if you keep looking the day after and the day yeah, after. Yeah, you're heartbroken, isn't it? It's like that 400 grand ad sense. You just can't think about it. Fuck. You just got to forget about it. 400K. 400K. Even I'll just sit there and I think, fuck it. It's life changing, isn't it? And I don't want to repeat it. Jesus. Fuck it. It is what it is. These things yeah. happen. Yeah. But like yeah. you say, like I, I've been in a few things in my life where it's cost money and it's done this. And, but then for the greater good, without that, I wouldn't have got to where I was exactly. anyway. Exactly. This is how I look at everything. Everything in life, you have to look at like this and- same, like snowball effects. If I didn't start my carpentry apprenticeship, I hated that at the time. If I didn't start that, I wouldn't have met my mate that went to the gym. I wouldn't have started free running. I wouldn't have started going to that gym. So which, without which, that carpentry. Which led me to right yeah. here, right now on this yeah. podcast, you know? So without that shit time that at the time thought was the worst thing ever, it wouldn't have led me to something better, you know? So yeah, it's like anything in life, you're having a shit time, like shit's going wrong or yeah, whatever, whatever it may be. If you look at it like that, nothing, you know what I mean? Just look at 
it can lead to something better. And obviously, it's not like some magical shit, like it's gonna lead to something better, but you don't know. Like, you could be having a shit time now, but it can lead to something much better. Yeah. What do you, what's your hometown? Southampton. And would you say you're the most recognised person in Southampton? I think so, yeah. I think it's mm. probably. Someone done a poll once on like one of these Southampton pages. So Craig David's from Southampton and someone done a poll on one of these like Southampton Facebook groups. And it was like, who's more famous? And it was like, Ali Law or Craig David? And I won the votes. Did you? That <laughs> that is just but obviously that. that's just like a small Facebook group. I don't know. Craig David's mega famous in it. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. I think we've, it's hard because like in my head, I think so my mindset on it is YouTubers now say Logan Paul walks at, into a shopping centre. I think he would get recognised more than like, say if you chuck someone like Tom Cruise in a shopping centre. Mm. In this day, obviously with older generation, but like yeah. the younger generation yeah. now, like Logan Paul, KSI and people yeah. at this but level. They are like, that Tom Cruise. They are like. that Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, the, the younger generation don't know Tom Cruise, you know, like yeah. it's crazy. It, um, but yeah, like I would say so, yeah. Like we, we've had the same conversation that when, when I was a kid, there was like, 10 famous people, your Beckham, your Michael Jackson, and they were famous, your Tom yeah. Cruise. But now there's a hell of a lot more famous people in their own little sectors because yeah. people, like when I was growing up, we had four TV channels and you had to watch one of those four TV, but like now, you know, you've got that freedom to watch whatever you want to watch. Yeah. So like, yeah, I suppose there's a lot more famous people for sure, yeah. Uh, you know, in yeah, their own sector. It's still not the same as what it no, was. It's, it's it, no, still it's not definitely, the same. no, it's definitely not. But but yeah, you know, you look at those David Beckhams and people like that, they, they're they that famous that they don't have a life. They yeah. can't go to So this is, this, I was having this conversation the other day with someone and I think with Jack actually, I was having this conversation with Jack and it's like, my level, like, it's pretty crazy at my level. Like, I'm getting reckoned, like I said, like, it's, it's ridiculous amounts of time in the most ridiculous places ever. But like, I don't, worry for my safety like I walk down the street yeah. I don't need security or anything I don't get but I've never had a bad experience in the street so like and I've never been mobbed to the point like I could mm. I could go walk through a shopping centre and a couple of people would recognise me and like ask for a photo or chat to me but like say you're like Justin Bieber's level or Logan yeah. Paul even I'd say Logan Paul KSI like they couldn't go and walk through a shopping centre on their own they would get absolutely mobbed hard yeah and it's like, yeah, that level is like, like you said, the David Beckham level, Justin Bieber, I'd say Logan Paul KSI, them sort of levels you, Mr. Beast, for example. Like, freedom's gone. You're yeah, freedom's gone. So it's finished. like, it's a hard one. It's like fame and money, but you don't want, it's such a, it's like a balance. Yeah. You don't want it. Yeah. You want it sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think if you're too famous, it, it you get to there a point like your a, life's not enjoyable anymore, yeah, you know? Yeah, there was like a horrible. TikTok with like some famous rapper, I see it recently, and he went to like Asia and he stood in the middle of the road. I think it's Asia or somewhere. He stood in the middle of the road and all these people are just walking next to him and no one has a clue who he is. Yeah. But he's like some famous rapper. I don't know who it is. But yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I see the clip and like you see it on his face. He's shocked that literally people are like this close. Yeah, so and, there's, like, I guess no there's, there's different levels to it. Like you just put Justin Bieber, Ed Sheeran, like David Beckham in pretty mm. much anywhere in the world and they're going to get cased, right? But then, yeah, I guess there's, you put me out in Asia and it's not going to be... You know. yeah. I did, when I flew... To Thailand once, like when YouTube started kicking off, I remember like, so there was two really weird ones for me. I remember landing in Bangkok airport and walking out the airport and some like Thai people recognized me. And that was like pretty, like 2018 when YouTube was just picking up for me. So it wasn't, it hadn't got to that point of like getting recognized everywhere yet. And then when I flew to LA to meet Ryan, I went out to a place called Paris, which is in the middle of the desert to skydive. Mm. Um, and I was driving out there and I stopped off in this Walmart in the middle of like 
basically the desert, this random little town like between LA and Paris. Um, stopped in this Walmart, went in and I was walking around. I got recognized twice from two separate people in there. And this is like 2018. I was probably had like over a million subs. And that was the first time to me that it was ever like, whoa, this is fucking crazy. That was, the, that was your moment. I yeah. would say that's the moment. Obviously it, it was, it was ridiculous in England. Like I was getting recognized left, right and center in England, but I think it, it was either. Yeah. I, I just remember the Paris one was crazy yeah, to me. Like that was yeah. wild to me. Cause you man. don't expect it. Like from your yeah. own country, like, oh yeah, I'm from the UK. I yeah, guess yeah. it's fine. Yeah. But going somewhere, yeah. But like yeah. going somewhere completely different, you wouldn't be like, it's crazy. Wait, you know me? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's random. Cause you had that when you went on a holiday, didn't you? It was, it was my, um, um, honeymoon and I was in Barbados at this like little hotel and uh, it was the very first day and I went to went, went for lunch and this girl came over and said um, 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 my boyfriend like you YouTuber right? my boyfriend would like a photo with you honestly I couldn't I couldn't text Craziness, Jordan fast enough yeah. <laughs> I but was thinking this is me felt- I'm done that's <laughs> me I'm sort I've been here a day Gone the world the world recognising me it's crazy over here Jord I need your back up not a single person <laughs> from that second to when I got home recognised me <laughs> and I think, have... I think if I'd have gone around the whole of Barbados it was just that one person just that but one I just person. got there and I thought it's oh, going to be ma- hectic. I'm massive. I'm big here. I'm massive in I'm Barbados. Massive. <laughs> <laughs> and then that, was, then that was the only one. It just killed but, the dream. But yeah, that was, uh, I couldn't wait to tell you, could I? Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Must, it's crazy. Especially like you've got a lot, like 50K subscribers. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't getting recognized anywhere at 50K. Like that means you're making, your content is like, recognizable in people like you your content's so different that you're obviously leaving us like a mark on people you know like they're like that yeah, is that yeah. guy because at 50k subs like i was not getting recognized you know what i mean like so yeah like your content is very different and you've got a rock box the only person you know what i mean so i guess for people it's like that is that that is mark like it, it yeah yeah we, we, yeah i think so yeah yeah because I, I was saying to george i spoke to somebody the other day and um he was, he was saying, oh, Mark does YouTube stuff and mate, he was like, oh, all right, do yes, I'll spot on. And he was like, yeah. And he said, like, what sort of content? Said, it's like car stuff really. And I said, just sort of like doing silly things. And he was like, what in cars? Yes, yeah, like sort of expensive cars. And he went, Goodwood. Mm. I and knew that, from that. And, he, and I was like, yeah, yeah. He said, that's you, the Goodwood. That's you. The Goodwood man. No, yeah. the Goodwood man. That, that day changed a lot of things. It did for our social media, yeah. like massively. It was, it was, there was a, there was a few things like in our car world, um, for me, sort of like one of the biggest is me. And yeah. like, you know, I'm lucky enough to have met some of these people, normal people, obviously, but Smi to me was like one of those where like, I'd had no, I wouldn't have thought for a second he'd know who I was. Yeah. Not, mm-hmm. not for a second. And we were sort of stood by this thing and Smi was there. So us being our usual idiots trying to get a photo of me in the background and saying, is me twin? Just, just idiots. Do you know what I mean? Just like, I was, just I was like zooming in and I was like, look, it's Mark, it's the teeth. That's what it is. <laughs> just like, just being our usual selves and like sort of like being somewhere we weren't supposed to be behind some sort of string we're not supposed to be behind. And then like me sort of like eye to eye contact with me and he was like, and then he came over and I was like, can I have a photo? And he's like, oh yeah, I'll have a photo of you. I want a photo of you. And I was like, man, this, this man knows who I am. That's sick, man. And uh, yeah, he, he like, yeah, that's, and there's been a few times we went to that, um, went to the British Motor Show mm. and there was an Olympic guy there. And um, I sort of like 
he came to the window and was speaking to somebody and I said, oh, and I said, nice, I'm Mark. And I said, he said, I know who you are. Of course I know who you are. Such even, yeah, it's and such a like, weird this, thing. This bloke's it? like a, an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, and there was, there was a touring car guy there as well, like who I watch on the telly. And I said to him, oh, I'm Mark. And he was like, yeah, I know you are. That's so and sick. It, and it's just like, wow. Yeah, so imagine that's you at 50k subscribers. Imagine yeah. you're at 500k, 5 million. It's going to be wild, mate. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah. in terms of like the automotive world in the UK, I still think Mark's one of the top. How many Smee got? What like, subscribers? I mean, he's got millions, Mental. but yeah. in terms of like someone new, fresh, and content that like everyone's talking about, oh, I, yeah, I still Mark, think 100%, Mark's yeah. at that top. Do you remember like, when you come down to Southampton? We haven't when we mm. when we chatted to that guy. He was like, he went to my school. He pulled over and. I thought he was pulling over to like, cause I knew him, like I knew him from school and he's like, Jordan. And then he come chatted to Jordan and he's like, he's just asking loads about you. Like he's watching your videos and stuff, talking about you. And yeah. And then he turned around and he went, Oh, Ali. Yeah. Oh, Ali. I thought, cause I went to school with him. I knew this kid really well. And then I thought, yeah, cause he's like screamed something out the window and then yeah. he pulled over and he was just so gassed to see Jordan and talking about you. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Cause like Smee, when, like it, when you see the stuff on um like for me a massive thing would be um I can't remember what it's called gumball yeah, <laughs> the yeah. massive thing which i can't remember what the name is um on gumball when he's on there like people are going smee 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 and they're like he's massive in the world yeah like, and i feel like our, our percentages say it's mainly the uk um, we went to a thing last week with with the family to like DMO did a, a an opening of a pizza place and went there and there was loads of people taking photos um and it was just it was just an absolute joy like a joy yeah. to the to meet these people and then I had a few messages the one guy said like oh, I didn't have the balls to come and speak to you but I saw you yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man like, I know I get I get them a lot as well it's, it's yeah like, I get them quite a lot to be faced with yeah it's like just come speak to oh, I guess for them it's yeah it's, pretty nerve-wracking yeah because i think like you know you watch people on the telly now and you know when you see those people they don't know who you are but you like go oh man that's yeah yeah you know, that's, it's the same yeah it's, of course. It's, exactly and they're all like normal normal human being and maybe like the likes of beckham and although they were normal human beings they probably aren't allowed to be normal human beings yeah, anymore yeah because for sure. they don't have the you know they don't have the network or opportunities to go and you know, they can't go hire a trailer for the day and go do something, you know, yeah. it's, um, yeah. This is, this is why I think YouTube's so like relatable to people. Though. This is why I think it's blown up because it's your, you can't really relate. The normal person can't relate to David Beckham, right? Like they live no. such a different lifestyle, but like people making YouTube videos usually, do you know what I mean? Just normal people from normal backgrounds picked up a camera and anyone can make it. Like, yeah. that's what, that's what I like about it. Like there's, there's opportunity to top for it. It was 50 years ago to become famous or to become a big rich yeah, actor you or whatever. Like a singer or yeah, something. Yeah, you you've to, got your mom had got to be a singer or yeah, you've you got to have that weigh in and yeah, yeah, 100%. Now you've got people filming on their iPhone that are making tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of pounds a month. Like it's craziness, you yeah. know? And I think as well, like the, the whole sort of, um, you know, when, when I was a kid, everyone wanted to be a footballer. Simple as that. Yeah. That's what everyone wanted to be. But I think now that's changed to probably everyone wants to be a YouTuber. I think so, yeah. Like I think yeah. kids now just, that is, if you go to a school, I read a thing and it was like, yeah, back in the day, back in my day, it was like astronaut, like footballer. Astronaut. Yeah, no, that, that, yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. was like, and like typical, job, yeah, like astronaut. That's fucking Southampton for you because yeah, that wasn't that, in Reddish. Is that not <laughs> Nobody in wanted to be an astronaut Oh, Reddish. maybe just the Southampton <laughs> thing then. Especially because yeah. the moon didn't even exist. This is true. This Here is we true. go again. All being scammed. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, like things like that and policeman and footballer and stuff like that. But yeah, now YouTuber 100%. But I think mm. kids also see this like, like, and I did it as well. Like you see this dream lifestyle of like making YouTube. People just think that you just make YouTube videos and like you just film and then that's it. And you yeah, get paid money good money. In. Yeah. And you don't do anything else. They don't see that it's like, it. it is a business. And anyone that is big on YouTube is working fucking hard behind the scenes. Yeah. And like, even if they, if they have a team or don't have a team, like back in the day, me and Ryan, like we had no team. Ryan didn't have you, Jordan. Like Ryan didn't have an editor. I didn't have an editor. We would film, like I wasn't sleeping for days. It got to a point like my health was just- But that's because of money though, isn't it? Like if you, you'd probably, if you'd have had that money, yeah, you could have spent more time doing what you're good at and somebody else could yeah, have edited. Yeah, 100% outsourcing it. Yeah, yeah. But it, like if the money's not there at that time- You can't outsource it. Because yeah, you so. were doing like daily uploads. Oh mate, like, it was I, wild, like, yeah. Was I could wild. not imagine having the stress- of like filming all day, getting home and then quickly editing a video to be out that same day at like 8 p.m. Mate, it was wild, yeah. Ryan was the same. We were uploading like daily pretty much, some on worse like every other day. And it wasn't like we were filming game videos that could be easily filmed. It was like mm. the videos were so crazy. It was like yeah. we had to go out, we had to make it happen. Then we had to try and get a video and then we were editing all night. And it was to the point where like, very not healthy like wasn't sleeping and what about like footage which didn't work camera fail so many things yeah dropped a hard drive had like three videos on it that were like bangers gonna go viral dropped the hard drive broke it yeah tried paying the guy to um fix the corrupt hard drive and then just never worked yeah so lost that Uh, yeah loads of things lost Mm. thought i backed footage up would delete it wasn't sleeping so the brain wasn't working properly yeah yeah Yeah, and like the challenges that you've done like the in and out challenges like you must have had like cards swiped off of your bicycle. Oh yeah, that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you must have done something and thought, wow, this is like going to be like a viral video. Big and then brother, at the, at the end, like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Swallow the SD. Like yeah. just watching that, just like, like all that content just gone. You're we, like, fuck. One, one of my mates come up with a good one. Finn, you'll know this, Adam. Um, put a plaster on you, put the SD card and then a plaster. Brilliant so like, idea. If the police were coming or anything, or what we knew great idea. we're likely going to lose this. You, you know about that? Yeah, yeah. You put a plaster on it, but genius. That's, Absolutely that's yeah. genius. Wow, so, yeah, I've never have thought of that. Trying to hide SD cards or a little bit of drugs, get a plaster <laughs> if the police are coming. No, yeah, no, it worked good. But yeah, lost lost SD cards, lost footage. Like, yeah, yeah just add loads of Because your eggs. biggest one would have been Big Brother, Big surely. Big Brother, yeah, for sure. That, that was, was the one where everyone knew who you and Ron were at that point. The whole world was talking point. about it, mate. And th- when, that, when that day came... Did you know how big that was? Uh, so we did it, tw- it's a hard one. Not, No, didn't think it was going to go, thought it would do good, but didn't realise it was. And I think a big part of it going so big is because we got arrested and the cars got taken and it was like a demand for that video because no one's seen it. But So people then want to see it because yeah, they can't see it. because they can't see it, yeah. So it like drove demand. I, d- I didn't think it would go as big as it did, but it, f- it fucking went big. Yeah. And did you think you'd get in there? yeah. Yeah, we knew. we knew we'd get in there, yeah. We, we we did it the first time just on a whim, um, tried. We got like behind the mirrors. Because it seemed then, to be a long time before you got in there. Like, you know, it's... Uh, wh- what do you mean? Like, as in sort of, um, it seemed to be like, you know, you didn't just jump over one wall. There was get over this oh, bit, yeah, that bit, constant, down that bit, yeah. that bit, down that no, bit. No, it was. It was exactly like that, yeah. But yeah, we didn't we didn't know we'd do it. We, we thought, yeah. We, we, again, like I said, you just throw yourself in the deep end, it works out somehow. You learn mm. how to swim if you launch yourself in the deep end. So yeah, it, it worked out, but... 
Crazy, yeah. Because did, didn't you, I don't, I don't know if it was you or Ryan or both of you, but didn't you then create a platform to then upload that video on? Ryan did, yeah, Ryan. I don't I don't know the ins and outs of that, but Ryan did create some sort of platform. So people there. could mm. see it. Yeah, but Ryan had his footage. He got his footage back. I didn't, I can't remember. Like They destroyed my GoPro. He's some, I think he had his backed up to like a, iCloud or something, uh, like a live so backup. Yeah, so it was for, for so he, he had it, but the... Because yeah, that would police. work then, wouldn't it? You yeah. Know, it doesn't matter what if they take the GoPro or... No, nah, the, the GoPro doesn't matter really, does it? No. Yeah, I suppose but, if yeah, you've already got the footage somewhere, like yeah. up on the cloud or something. Yeah. That's yeah. it, that's, yeah. that's what he did, like, yeah. Good luck getting that. But Ryan was a bit smarter, but I didn't didn't have that option, so yeah, I <laughs> lost, lost <laughs> all my footage that. forever, which is gutting. I would like to see that. But even to this day, that was like four years ago, to this day, the amount of people that I meet is like, can we see the Big Brother footage? Yeah. Because they think you've got it. Yeah, yeah, they think I've got it, but I literally don't have it, yeah. Which is a shame, but is what it is. Because it was a big, it broke the internet. That oh yeah, yeah. It, went, it went everywhere, mate. Yeah, it was crazy. Because I think like that, you know, it was so big as well, wasn't it? Like mm. Big Brother was just, it was just huge, wasn't it? It was, and for somebody to, yeah, get inside those walls. I think the weirdest thing with Big Brother was I feel like that year, like that was the biggest exposure Big Brother had ever got in its whole career. Yeah. And then they, the one that they did the following year, it, it had it nothing. Flopped, yeah. Big, it flopped, yeah. And then they ended, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and had never heard nothing like it ever again. Yeah, see, in my head, if I was Big Brother, I'd be well happy. It brought a lot of publicity mm. to them. You're a single man. Yep. So... Maybe we can help out with that. So like, yeah, hit me up, Mark McCann 64. Um, Ali is single at the minute, but I don't want you to go direct. Go I want to sort Mark. it. So through me. He vets them. I'll vet them. Just make sure that we've got, um, yeah. So if you're looking for a strong ginger man, then uh, we're going to yeah, sort this out. Send some DMs over to Mark and he'll vet them. What's your, do you know your female to male? I'm guessing there's a high male. Do you know what? Mm. I do, I do, I only watch because like flipping, like this is funny. Jane, oh, she won't mind me saying this, but somebody sent a message the other day and she was like, what's she saying? <laughs> Sorry. Wait, wait, wait someone. Like, somebody said something like, oh, I love your videos or something like, you know, and, but it was from a female. It was like oh, okay. Alyssa or something. And she was like, what's she saying? <laughs> and I thought, and I said, what about the like, 999 male guys who have said a lot your channel yeah, why yeah. you got the um with her just because she's that's like that you know that negative mm. comment you read a hundred yes. a thousand yeah. good ones that one sticks out that one girl that's the one the James like the males 83% and then the females oh, 17% see, that's, that, that's what I was going to say to you that's like, quite that's a big, strong still there's, something's Shh. happened there's been a big shift because it's always been 95 five. now I'm thinking, like straight away, I thought it's got to be me. I've had my haircut. I can do. <laughs> I thought this is all. This is down to me. It's down to you, yeah. Because I did have my haircut. I went on holiday, got a tan. I thought this is shifting my way. Then I think to myself, Jordan is young, free, and single. Your young, free, and single. This influence of like, maybe this is why we're pulling in the female views right now. This could be it, Jordan. I think you, mate. I think I'll take it. But I'm not gonna be like, yeah, that's definitely. I'm it. saying it could have something to do with the Lambos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should do one of them like gold digger videos. Yeah, you know, those should. ones that just rack views and do viral numbers. Classic. Gold so it's not digger. my haircut, no. Uh, no, it's definitely your haircut. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah, your haircut. Course, the haircut, of course. Yeah, we've we've gone. We've we've took a massive shift towards the female population. Yeah, that's a mm. strong female demographic. Mine's like eight percent or something. I'm thinking Mine's it's low. but. We do try and say, like, we, we've come up with a bit of a plan, haven't we, to sort of, like, Jane and Senna, um, 
without them, obviously, this can't happen. You know, yeah. you know what we're sat here now because she's sorting shit out in there. Like Senna's probably got some paint like on All the carpet the or like there's probably some big issues going it was on. just kicking off as we left. We yeah, left it was, a good time. It was the a good time. Was coming, the apron come out. <laughs> yeah, the, the full on sort of like um, shield of plastic yeah. was coming out. And I think that when we've looked at um, what people like, I think the whole family thing does, does help us, you know, to have you know, to make, you know, it is real because it is real. Like they have to come with us because they're part of our journey. And I think that helps us. And we've said, haven't we, we're going to try and make sure that sometimes we watch a video and Jane will say like, oh, I wasn't in that one. You think, shit, no, you weren't. But we want to make sure that yeah. we're all in there every week. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, yeah, a bit of everything and like, so that what you've said, like where, where you've got a, you've got a plan, like, you know, you look at your engagement, why people have clicked off. Mm -hmm. But we think that, yeah, we need Jane and Senna. We need a bit of madness. We need a bit of like normality. We need yeah. a bit of everything to make that that mix of our 12 minutes entertaining, but yet engaging and something which people want to come back and, and invest in to see what changed. Because I think we've, we were talking about this with Senna, you know, whether we get to 50K, 51K, a million K, whatever we get to in subs, you know, it's a it's a strong foothold for her massively as as a you know as a future because she can you know she can maybe build on what we're doing if it does go anywhere yeah 100 percent. and um you know i think especially it, in the direction that this world's going if yeah, social media based definitely. so like if you're brought up in social media and then like let's say you know for yeah, example when she's like 18. when she's 18 she can be like Oh yeah, no, I'll, I'll try work off of this now. But even like through growing up, like as she gets older, like, you know, when you're at school, you're on Instagram, you're on things like that. Like it, like in terms of like car stuff, like people get really invested into it. Yeah. And I feel like grow, like you can grow on the back of something because you're in with the videos, you're in with everything. I, I feel like it's a good strong position to be in when you're growing something for the family because it doesn't just help you out. It helps everyone else around you as well for like the future. Look yeah. at the Kardashians. Like, yeah, like look at, exactly. yeah, like look Prime at them. Exam. Like, Maybe Jane will have a books done. <laughs> Good old BBL. <laughs> Get it done. Hit me up on Instagram, Mark McCann 64 <laughs> if, um, if you've got if any products. <laughs> if you've got any no, BBL. Like, we'd, we'd, like, yeah, I'm not sort of a man who wants extra, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I'd rather have less. Less so hit me up does. on Mark McCann 64. <laughs> <laughs> treadmills. Um, she doesn't need treadmills. I'm going to get myself into it. Yeah, I was about to say, you're in a lot. You're in a doghouse tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, when this goes long. Next podcast is, so I've been divorced. Yeah. Message me on Mark McCann 64 <laughs> if yeah. you're single. <laughs> I can just, yeah, like anything which I've shipped out. Actually, yeah, maybe I'll keep a, a couple of the good ones on the back burner, which if yeah. I get any of your traffic. If you get any of mine, yeah, any, any that ain't been vetted. You hey, keep. I've got 17% to play with anyway, haven't I? <laughs> That's a big, big female demographic. That's 17% of 50. That's 34. So that's... No, that's the opposite way. So eight and a half thousand, eight and a half thousand women if we're, if we're doing the same on subs. Oh shit, no thought of that. See that math? That's some quick mm, math. That was I was about to say, that's impressive math right there. Was, oh, good. He's a man of math. Did you do well in school, Mark? Um, do you know what? I, I, I did well naturally. Yeah. Like no, no effort. No, I'm not like that. I can't be bothered. I've, so luckily my mum and dad gave me some genes which 
allowed me to be good at maths and stuff like that. But yeah, like nothing, n- none of it was nurtured by me. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I, I, no interest in school, hated school, couldn't wait to get out of school, no interest in school. And that's not what our viewers should be hearing. But for me, it was, I, I hated every minute yeah. of it. And yeah, I, like luckily I did well at exams, but like I say, that was literally just, um, what what's been in embedded in my DNA? Not not nothing yeah, to not do with from, me. Not from trying hard. No, nah. and like maybe I should have done, but I wasn't into. All I wanted to do was get my, me and my friend had a Putch Maxi Sport moped, and we used to put fifty pence worth of petrol in. Fifty p. Fifty p's worth of petrol, and that was me done Different for the day. days back then. And then I used to try and meet Jane on the park bench. Uh, yeah, we just leave it there. So meet Jane on the park bench. That was me. That was my life. How old were you when you met Jane? 14. 14? Yeah. Love it. That's that's amazing. That yeah, is 14. truly amazing. And then we went our, our, our sort of like separate ways for a long time and then got together again afterwards. So Love it. Love to hear it. Yeah, yeah. no, she seems really cool. Like, yeah, she's a good egg. Yeah, no. She's a good egg. Looks after you. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She looked after us with a sweet, sweet yeah. box was out. Offering yeah, us I know. Sweets. Yeah, that's uh, like that. People remember our sweet box. People do mention our sweet box. Yeah, we it's have the got best a, thing in the house. Very good sweet box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Most, yeah, we, most houses are like just a few little sweets in the cupboard. Mark has a sweet cupboard. Like, yeah, I'm talking I have bags and boxes. I do. We're, Very we're good. into our room. You're better than some shops down the street. Uh, yeah, no, he is out of that cupboard. <laughs> it's literally by Finn's looking because he knows. That's it's by bulk. That's how we work in, like you think to yourself. I worked out the whole, um, uh, oh, what's the place where you buy the pick and mix called? Wilkinson's. Is it what? No, not Wilkinson's. God, do you remember Woolworths or whatever yeah, well, it was? This is where it stemmed from. So Wilkinson's is the new Woolworths. Right. So basically you go in there and you can you can um, pay per, per pound or ounce or whatever uh, it is, yeah, yeah. gram or whatever it is. So you could, this is a great tip. So you can, you can do all that and you can sort of like fill a bag up or you can go for the four pound pot. Yeah. Now I can get a kilo in a four pound pot by like, you know, it's hard work and it's graft. But, but you, you can squeeze it. Squeezing in, it and yeah. you've got to like obviously get the right sweets afterwards for the right shape. But if you build, it's like, I used to do it a lot with back pizza. It used to be able to go one time to Salabar. Yeah. So you can only go to the salad bar and the pizza up salad bar was about five quid, an absolute rip off. So what I did was I made, I'd use the coleslaw as mortar. So what I'd do is I'd make a ring of cucumbers to increase the volume of the bowl. And then I'd use mortar, which was the coleslaw to increase the volume again. Now I used to be able to come back from the, from the pizza at salad bar and the bowl was like, that it was packing like it was because you created that middle bit yeah a a massive massive capacity of bowl by (laughs) using see mark walking for a fucking mountain That you did the same you can only thing go in the once. carvery, didn't you? Oh, yeah. oh I do that in the carvery. Took me for the, he was telling me tips of when we were in the carvery. He was like, right, the York, this. Fill the York. Yeah, you've got to fill the York. It's a big void. Yeah, a big, big void. empty space right there that no, yeah. one, no one fills. It was like when you was getting or the meat. the other thing to do is get the Yorkie on your finger so she's off the plate. <laughs> so you dig, you get your finger through it. And hold it to the side. Hold it to the side. So then that's no, taking oh, no that's, room whatsoever. Oh, that's a new one. I haven't heard that. I'm liking it. It was, it was the meat one that, it was the meat one that was good. Like she, she, the person asked like, what do you want? He said, oh, I'll have, uh, it was like 
It was like, I'll have two of these meats. So she put the meat on and it weighed to the amount it was. And he went, oh, sorry, no, I forgot to take it. I have that meat as well. Yeah. So then you got extra meat. Because she ain't taking that meat nah, off. Nah, she ain't going to take it back, is she? So you've got to go in afterwards. You've oh, to Toby Covery losing a lot of profits yeah. after this podcast yeah. goes Because it's all done on weight, isn't it? That's what you that said. It was there, that yeah. Was so you just say, I'll just have the one. So they chuck it all on and go, oh, no, actually, oh, now I'll have some of that as nicotine. <laughs> but they can't do anything about That's it. That's why when Mark gets his one million YouTube plaque, YouTube's getting an email. Oh, I've lost me I've plaque. I've lost me plaque. <laughs> he doubles up. Obviously, you like, what's the name? Smith. Oh, Smith. Mr. Smith, yeah. No, I don't know who he is. No, nah, not, not a clue. I can borrow is. your face mask. Yeah, yeah, borrow the old man. They'll take the picture and you'll be like, well, it clearly ain't me. How is this happening? Like, That's Ali Law. Yeah, yeah. Like, we know that mask. It's like such a typical YouTube mask. Like, loads of people got that same yeah. mask as well. They'll be like... They'll be baffled. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming. No worries, Mark. Thanks for having me on, mate. It's been Thanks good. Thanks for ruining everything, Finn. Hey, Finn just ruins everything. Nah, he did just fix the cameras. I'll give nah, he's some... still a destroyer. Please don't bring him again. Yeah, no, sorry about that, Mark. So, I hope you enjoyed that. Don't forget to check our other channel, which you'll see all the stuff which uh, we all got up to today. And uh, see you next time. See you later. Ciao.